You are now tuned in to the official podcast of the foundation. Enjoy the show. And on that note, let's talk about it. Welcome to the foundation. It is George. Truly the incredible DJ battle in the building. And man, oh man, we got a great setup. A great setup tonight, man. Uh, we're gonna uh, start it up here in the 313 and see what's going on up up in Detroit. What's going on up there, Max? Hey man, it's, we the heat finally went down, so we they happy here. I want to get it hot. So, you know, that's just me. Help us up, help us up. Well, yeah, man. Um, yeah, just before I even get started, man, let's 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 you know send our prayers out to the, the good folks out in New Orleans and Louisiana yeah. that's hit hard by the storm, man. And you know, it, I, I'm definitely praying that everyone is okay. I think it was what one or two casualties right about now. Um, I hope I pray nobody else is hurt, and um, you know, I pray that there's there's um, a, a quick turnaround and they get the efforts down there and, and leave the folks alone. Don't try to shut them up, man. You know how they try to set up a, set up a camp and try to get everyone jabbed up in a minute. So I don't, I don't put nothing past these folks, but anyway, enough of that, man. It's disclaimer time. Basically letting you guys know that, Hey, this just a cup. It's just the King up in here, me and Max and we got the queen up in here too. So we're going to definitely get into the brief introduction. We don't want no drama. Um, Basically, we just we just gonna have a good conversation. We don't want no legal issues, Max. Why is that? We got a very special guest in the house, y'all. Um, and I'm just gonna jump straight to the credentials, man, because as you can see, man, she she got a long line of man. First and foremost, whew. oh man, let me start at the top. First and foremost, she is a reigning queen. Eminence 2021-22 National Sorority Pageant representing her platform. There's a purpose in your pain, living life at the loss. Additionally, she's held titles such as Miss All World Beauties, Miss America Plus, Intercontinental US, United Queens of Queen of Queens, Miss Plus Universe, US United Queens Ambassador. Miss U.S. United Lifetime Queen, Mrs. Gospel International, Miss Gospel International Lifetime, Mrs. Florida Plus America, boy, oh boy, Miss Florida Plus America Lifetime, Miss Louisiana Plus America. She is the director of Florida U.S. United Pageant and former director of Miss Florida Plus America Pageant. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together Ooh. for Naisha Mack. Oh, my God. Oh, okay, I got my breath, man. Oh, my goodness. How, how are you doing tonight, Miss Mack? I am wonderful. I am wonderful. How are you? Oh, man, I, I feel great. And I'm uh, just, just happy to be doing the show tonight. And glad everyone is healthy tonight. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can agree with that. Yes, indeed. So, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna jump straight into the into the interview. Just okay. two feet first, 
first and foremost, let's 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 talk about where you're from, and we just want to get some background on you know where you're from and your, some of your earlier experiences um, pre college. Pre college. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go way back? I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back. Pre college. All right. Well, I am a native of Miami, Florida, born and raised in Miami. Still living in Miami. I'm in the 305. Right. Um, I love it. I love it. Don't plan on going too far from Miami. Um, I am, uh, you said pre, pre-college. Well, I'm a graduate of North Miami Beach Senior High School okay. um, in, in Miami. And that was a, a good experience for me because when we talk about diversity, my school at that time was Jewish, right? So oh, I was okay. one of the few Blacks in a, in a uh, school of Jewish uh, students. And then I went to FAMU after I left there. So you can imagine the culture shock. Oh my that. goodness. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. I am one of two. I have one older brother. It's just us two. And that's it. That's who I am. I'm a mother. I'm an author. I'm a passion queen. I'm a plus size model and a few other things. Ooh. Okay. Hey. Yeah. Plus <laughs> plus size model, but look beautiful. Just a very beautiful woman. Um now let's let's talk about your education accomplishments because I see you you. You, you, you don't, you, you've done a lot. First with your yeah. undergrad and you can work your way up from there. Okay. Well, I am a graduate of the Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University in Tallahassee, Florida. All right. And I, <laughs> All right. And I left FAMU and I came back home. I went to Nova Southeastern University. Well, at FAMU, first of all, let me explain. I did get my bachelor's in elementary education because my desire was to teach. So I got my degree in education, came back home and started teaching. And then I went back to school at Nova Southeastern University where I got my master's in curriculum and instruction. Um, and then I went on and I got my education specialist degree in educational leadership because I desired to go into administration. And I, I was then a principal for 10 years after receiving that. And then after that, I got, I now have my doctorate in ministry. Oh, wow. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> Fellas, fellas, not Ooh, only not, not only beauty, but Ooh. and brain. So she that's she got both sides balanced out. Mm-hmm. Now like oxtail, baby, like an oxtail. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 most definitely, most mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Now, now we we're gonna we're gonna dive into the um into your um your um pageant experience especially in modeling. Now, where where did you gain like like some of your Let's talk about your journey of, of self-confidence. Where did you when did, when did you get the confidence to say, you know what, this is something I, I think I can do? Well, it actually started with me. Um, confidence started when I was young because growing up, I was always the the chunky girl or the little one that's always so cute. Oh, she's so chunky, she's so cute. I was always that one, right? You're mm-hmm. pretty for a big girl, right? And and I heard that a lot growing up, but I had a foundation at home where my parents told me I was beautiful all the time. So I didn't need it from the outside. I didn't need it from anybody else. Mm-hmm. So my self-confidence started at home. When I woke up in the morning, my dad would call me his pretty girl, right? So I just mm-hmm. knew every morning I was pretty. I didn't care what nobody else said. Yes. So I, I got out to you know society and because I was bigger than everybody else, because I was that girl, you know, people would laugh, people would be whatever. But I walked with my head up, right? Because I knew I was cute. It was their problem. You got a problem with my size, not me. I'm good. Exactly. Right? So um, I, I always had that confidence about myself, even when people thought that I shouldn't. 
But then what happened was I was actually out somewhere and someone said, hey, have you ever considered doing uh, pageants? I was like, no, they don't make pageants for plus size girls. You know, I watch Miss America on TV. I watch Miss Universe and I always watched them and wanted to do something like that. But it wasn't a place for me because I was over a size two. You know, I, I, I wasn't a two. I was more like a 22. So I wasn't a two. So I knew it was no place for me in uh, pageantry, but they said there were plus size pageants that I knew nothing about. I knew absolutely nothing about plus size pageantry. So I decided to try it. Yeah. And once I did, I tried it the first time and I did a smaller pageant and I won my first time out. And I was like, oh, shucks, I can do this. This is not so bad, right? And so mm -hmm. I continued competing. I've been competing now for about seven years. Um, I'm in my seventh year of competing and I've competed in more pageants than I can imagine. Uh, at this point and I've, I've I've lost meaning I've come in first runner-up twice okay so first runner-up is still not so bad no so no what's the pot what's the pot I, what's the pot for getting uh what what's, what's the, <laughs> what did you get the first win what was the first win actually was my first win is when I did a pageant called gospel international right and so gospel international was a smaller pageant However, it was a pageant that was uh, surrounded with a Christian-based theme. Okay. You know, so I'm like, well, let, let, me, let me take you to Jesus first, right? Let me, let me start in the church. Okay. Let me start in the church before I try some of this yeah. other stuff. So I started with Gospel International, and I was competing against women who had competed before. So I was like, I'm the newbie, so I just wanted to see what it was going to be about, not knowing I was going to actually win. And not only did I win, but I had the highest score. So that, that was wow. Yeah, that was amazing. So, so okay, I, I, what was the trophy? What, yeah. was the trophy? what was the bag? What was the, what was the bag? What was the bag? What was the bag? <laughs> well, what happens in pageantry depends on the system and what you win, right? Mm -hmm. So some of some of the pageants you can win big prizes. For example, the pageant that I just won, which is uh, the National Sorority Pageant. My title is Queen Eminence. I won a round trip uh, to New York. I'm going to New York uh, next month. And all right. So I get an all expense paid trip to New York, and not only that but i have a billboard coming up in times square that'll uh come up on october 25th Ooh. so the billboard will be unveiled october 25th so i'll be all over social media in times square as the billboard is unveiled um oh, wow. so i've received yeah so i've received prizes such as that we've done some financial prizes you know we've, we've done pretty good there as well i know you did i know you did girl <laughs> we've been doing pretty good <laughs> yeah, yeah, you definitely got to capture that whole experience on video because I definitely would like to see it, like the whole billboard on the jumbotron. Right. Just, I know that's going to be yes. that's going to be I'm big time. I'm absolutely going to do that. I'm absolutely going to do that. Okay, so, yeah. so okay, I got a question too. What was like? Uh -huh. You know, the Uzis have a talent. So, what was your talent? Money, count money, uh, singing, or what? what what was the little talent? What was one of the other little talent things that made everybody be like, mm, that's the one? Um, all pageants don't have talent, so that you understand. Oh. Um, okay. It is optional. Some, and, and a lot of the pageants that I do, pageant uh, pageants have optional talent competitions. And what most people don't understand is that when you're competing in a pageant, the highest score comes from your interview. So that's what you all don't see. You see everybody on stage looking pretty, walking mm. with the evening gowns on. You see that part of it, but that's the lowest part of our score. The highest part, actually what is happening in the boardroom behind closed doors, when you have to sit with a panel of five judges and explain to them who you are and explain to them what your platform is, because all queens have to have a platform. In other words, what do you stand for? 
It's not just about having a crown on your head, but what do you actually stand for? So you have to do this interview, which is the most points that you can possibly get before you take the stage. Um, but if I am doing a talent, it will be something um, that's dealing with speaking. I usually do something where I'll do a spoken, you know, spoken word, poetry or something like that. I usually will not do any other talent because that's, I'm, com I'm comfortable talking. <laughs> I don't think they want me to go preach on the talent. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I think I think some there's a couple of things that you said that's really important. One of them was, you know, when 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 guys say, Oh, you're cute for the chubby chick. I'm I always been the one that said you can't put a size on beauty. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, so that's that's first and foremost. The other one was the home. The home is very important too, as far as like um like like our kids, we make sure that we tell them every day that how beautiful they are. You know, instead of relying on somebody else outside, of, it's, it's important that they get it at home. Yeah. Um, and, and, I right. can, and you can tell that, you know, your parents must did an excellent job, you know, pops saying, you know, that's my beauty queen. I know that, right. that you know, once you got once you got that kind of approval at home, you, you feel like you pretty much can take on the world once you walk outside of the house. So that's, I think that's beautiful. So I definitely wanted to say that. So in your in your preparation, who gave you the um yeah who who's instrumental in um in teaching you how to go those ropes? All right. Okay. So as far as who was instrumental as far as preparing me yep. for pageantry, yep. uh the young the gentleman that started me was actually a guy who started me in pageantry. His name is Dr. Rafael Gallego. So uh Dr. Rafael Gallego actually started me in pageantry. He was the first one that gave me that boost of confidence to say, hey, you can do this. Get up on this stage and try it. And then if you don't like it, you don't ever have to do it again. Right. But at least you can say you tried it and you did something that you hadn't done before. Right. So I take that now and I do the same thing with other women. So now I encourage other women, just try it. You don't know until you got out there and tried it. I've had women tell me, oh, I'm not pretty enough to be in a pageant. Yes, you are. Beauty starts from the inside. Get up there and try it. You don't know what the judges are looking for. You know, yeah. so it's it's a it's a matter of having somebody behind you to put, give you that push to give you that fire. Right. And as you said, when you were reading my bio right now, I'm the director of Florida U.S. United. And it, with that, what does that mean? That means I bring in women who, who compete in pageants. So I have 16 women who are under me now, who mm. I train, who I prepare in order to go compete. And we just came back from Atlanta, Georgia, where all 16 of them competed at a national level against women from all over the United States. And 12 of them won national titles. So. Ooh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, wow. 12 out of the 16 came back with the win. Oh wow. So, salute on that. So I, I guess I, I guess that, that that leads me to the next question. And that, that could be this could be one of them as far as what is your proudest moment? Well, that's that's definitely one of them, right? That's definitely mm -hmm. one of them because it takes yeah. a lot of work. Yes. It takes yeah. a lot of work. And to get up there and to see everything that you've been working for on the stage and for actually it to come to pass that these women walked away with these national crowns, women who have been in abusive relationships and suffered domestic violence, women who have been sexually abused. Like women come from all kinds of backgrounds who compete in pageants. And what you all see on the outside is this, you know, the pretty face and the crown and all of that, not knowing the story behind it, right? And even when I competed for this last title that I was competing for, it was a struggle for me to compete due to everything that I had been through. I was ready to give up on it. I was ready to say, I'm done. Because I had just uh, lost my husband uh, in 2018. And then yes. COVID happened. I lost yeah. my father. 
you know, then I got sick with COVID. Then I lost um, my mentee. She was like a bonus daughter for me. So I, someone I mentored for years. She passed away for an asthma attack all within months, you know, of each other. And I'm like, listen, I'm done. So when what you saw on stage was not the woman that's sitting here now who was who's healed. You know, it, it was a, it was a struggle. It was a struggle to compete. And a lot of people don't see it. You know, they just see the smile when you get on the stage. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, something that you just said is it's the adversity that you've been through. You were able to somehow able to turn that, you know, into into a place of healing like, or or healing others. Right. You know? So right. you could you can you could talk about that as far as um I'm trying to think. What are what are some of the uh, platforms you speak on as a motivational speaker? Well, th there are several that I speak on, but the main one that I'm asked to speak on recently yeah. is there's purpose in your pain, living life after loss. And that's because we have so many people who have lost loved ones to COVID. And right now it's, it's running rampant and, and people just do not know how to deal because not only are we dealing with one loss, but we have people dealing with multiple losses, yes. right? And so what happens is now I'm speaking on this platform because I had to live it myself. I had to go through the loss of a husband, the loss of a father, the loss of a child, you know, and it's like, okay, God, what is the reason I have to go through all of this? And I had to find a purpose in my pain because if not, then I would have given up, right? And so I had to realize through this, I can help somebody else. Through this, I can speak to somebody else and let them know you can make it. And I have had women coming up to me crying. They say, I've seen you walk through this on Facebook. I've seen you walk through your journey because I made it a public journey. Yes. Right. I had to talk about my my new normal. Right. Because I didn't know what it was to take a car to the mechanic. What do you mean? Take the car to the mechanic. I don't know what a mechanic is. You yeah. know, I know how to put gas in the car and I know how to drive it. That's what yeah. I know how to do with a car. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. But I had, I had to learn real quick. I had to learn real quick what it is to, to live without a husband and without a father, because I was with my husband since I was 17 years old. You know, wow. so, right. so, yes. so that's what I knew and, yes. and was married for 24 years, yes. you know, Bless. so now you telling me I got to take care of a car and raise two daughters. I have two daughters, one 18, 120, both in school at Florida A&M University. Right. Mm -hmm. So now I have to pay for two college tuitions because they say I make too much money for, for a financial aid yeah. all this by myself, yeah. <laughs> you know, yep. so it, it was a rude awakening for me. You know, but I had to live. And so I said, you know what? I have to talk about it, which helps me heal. You know, I have to talk about it so I can help somebody else heal to get through this. And I, I got to a point when I said, you know what? There's purpose in my pain. As long as there is a pulse, there is a purpose, right? As long as you wake up every day and you still got a pulse, there's something that you can do. There's still a purpose for you to fulfill. You know, and I'm like, as long as I'm breathing, I still have something else to do. You know, and so I had to get to that point where I just ask people, what is your purpose? You know, what is your purpose for being here? What is your purpose for still living? Because we all have a purpose for being here. And at one time, I didn't know what my purpose was, you know, but I, I am here to help somebody else to keep going, you know, and help somebody else be motivated. And I do a lot of speaking. I do a lot of speaking. But right now I'm speaking a lot about COVID because a lot of people don't take it seriously still, you yeah. know, for whatever reason. Yeah. You know, but I know personally I had it and I was sick unto death for seven weeks in a yeah. hospital. Yes. You know, so, so I know that it has effects on, you know, and I lost my father to it. Yes. So I've had to deal with COVID. So I do try to help women and men who've lost family members to COVID. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a tough situation, you know, dealing with a parent with COVID and stuff, you know. Um, it's just frustrating. Mm-hmm. It's like you really can't do what you need to do to help them because you got to be separated from them because of the COVID. You know, a lot of people think it's like, oh, that person got COVID, they in the house, everybody can walk around. No, everything yeah. be sanitized. Everything got to be sprayed. Everything. So my thing about what how this COVID did is COVID made me more into a clean freak. You know, like somebody touched something, you ready? And that's what I get from OCD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of yeah. stuff to put on. It's it's more stress. Hold on. Yeah. But yeah. Fresh, you know, but I understand what you said. You know, I have quite a few people that died from the COVID too. Quite a few, actually. Right. Like, like last year was like thirteen people. Exactly, exactly. But you still exactly. here, though. But you're still here, right? So now that you're yeah. still here, what you gonna do? <laughs> you know, because it could because it could have been you. <laughs> yeah. Right? It yeah. could have been you. Yeah. Right. So since yeah. you're still here, you better make the best of it while you're here. <laughs> most definitely, most definitely. I mean, you got another chance to do something else to change somebody else's life. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it starts with it definitely starts with yourself, you know, and, and we all walking through these storms. I, I like the fact that you, you know, you demonstrate so much res- resilience, you know, because that's a that's a people don't understand the gravity of those losses that you just said, you know. So, a lot, of course, we right. had the parents, we had the parents, you know, what I'm saying, but a spouse mm-hmm. that's you know, that's that's something different, you know, what I'm saying, so. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I look, I, I look at your, your energy and the fact that you are able to, you know, still look forward to the next day. I mean, that's, that says a lot, cause a lot of folks would have thrown the tile in, Right. you know, that's, that's resilience. I, I definitely would be interested in seeing one of the, um, speeches or, or, um, when you do a platform or definitely want to see one of those, um, something else. And, and if folks want to, you know, if they want to reach out to you so that you can speak at their event. You know, if they want to, you know, your services or or just how, just to get in contact with you in general, mm-hmm. how would you um uh, how how can they get in contact with you? What's what's the best what's the best um outlet email or you know social media they can they can reach out to you at? Absolutely, on I'm on all social media. Um, well, at least most of it on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram, I'm uh, a beautiful Zeta at a beautiful Zeta. I'm a member of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. All right, so. now. <laughs> All right, now. Hey, Beta. <laughs> yeah, so on Instagram and Twitter, I am a, a beautiful Zeta, a beautiful Zeta. On Facebook, it is my name, Naisha R. Mack. And then on um, email, it's the official Naisha at gmail.com. And Naisha is spelled N I E S H A. So it's the official Naisha at gmail.com. So any of those uh, ways you can definitely reach me on Facebook. If you inbox me, I do respond. I respond to all of my messages and I will be glad to talk to anyone. And if they're interested in competing, a lot of women have never heard uh, or thought about competing before. And now after this, they may say, hey, I'm interested in trying it. Let me know. Because pageantry was my segue to get into plus size modeling, right? It was through pageantry that people saw me on stage. And they said, hey, can you be in my show? Do you mind doing a show? And I'm like, well, pageantry and, and modeling are two different things. 
you know, and a lot of people think it's the same thing, which it's not, you know, mm -hmm. in, in modeling, I don't smile, you know, in modeling, I am selling, you know, the outfit or I'm selling the hair or whatever it is that I'm modeling, you know, in pageantry, you are presenting yourself. You're trying to, to sell yourself. If I could put it that way, you're trying to show them who you are. It's, it's not about what I'm wearing, but you need to see me, yeah. right? So there's a difference between the modeling and the pageantry, but they complement each other. So it was definitely through pageantry that I got into modeling. So for those women who are interested in trying to get into that plus-size modeling industry, they can definitely reach out to me as well. And something else I can say before I go is even within that plus-size industry, I started doing things that people didn't design for plus size, a plus-size model. For example, if there's a call, and the call asks for women of a certain size, I still wanted to go because I felt I'm just as good as a size two or I'm just as good as a size four. So I'm going to go try it anyway. Yes. And I'm going to let them tell me, no, I, I want you to deny me, but I'm going to go ahead and walk anyway. Yeah. Right. So yes. many times I've walked through doors that weren't open for me. And then they got there and they realized, well, maybe we should do a segment for her. Right. Maybe we should put a place in there for her. Why? Because I walked in with confidence and I walked in to let you know that I may not be a size two, but I can definitely get the job done. And what happened? I walk away with the job, you know, so you don't allow people to tell you what you can't do. You go in and you try it and see where it happens, you know, where it falls. What happens? Man, that is that is awesome. As y'all can see, definitely not lacking in confidence and it shows. Mm -hmm. You know, so, but yeah, you'll definitely be a good role model for a lot of, a lot of women. That's just what we need today. We need this type yeah. of, this type of leadership. Yeah, instead um, of Cardi B, instead of Cardi B, that's what we need. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good on that. No, thank you. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's like. Yeah, yeah. It's like she say. I mean, it starts right here. You see, in the pageantry, in the pageantry, you got to use this. Yeah. I mean, anybody could be popular. You know what I'm saying? For doing some cheap. I mean, that's. I mean, to me, that's like McDonald's. I mean, okay, you can. Yeah, you can make money with McDonald's, but we need soul food. Mm. We need soul. We need food for the soul. So right. So yeah, I, we definitely. I'm. I'm definitely loving it. Um, definitely want to. Looking forward to the the platforms. Um, and with the author, do you have you have a book out? Do you have a book out? Right. Um, yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. come, on. come on, girl. Come on. Come well, on. well it's, it's actually about my 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 journey dealing with uh, my husband with cancer. It's happily ever after. Yes. And, and to sum it all up, it's, it's journeys through womanhood, happily ever after. And that's because after I was dealing with uh, the diagnosis of my late husband with colon cancer. And I always thought because we met second person I met on the campus of Florida A&M University that I was going to have this happily ever after this Cinderella story that um, every, every little girl dreams about, right? They're going to find Prince Charming. They're going to get married. They're going to have children and they're going to die together. And, you know, it's just this whole beautiful story that, that it ain't happened like that. Right. And I, and I found myself in a situation in which I had to be, become a caretaker. I had to kind of shift and become this caretaker that I didn't imagine myself being. You know, and I had to get to a point in which I was taking care of someone who used to be able to take care of me, yes. you know, mm. um, yes. and, and that's a difficult place to be in. Yeah, yes. that's a difficult place to be in and to have to do this for 18 months, you know, and to, and to watch someone deteriorate from, you know, this strong individual yeah. who was this father and this husband and, 
and, and to be something, you know, a, the shell of who he used to be, you yeah. know, and it's like, this was not the happily ever after that I had planned. This yes. was not the happily ever after that I had written in my book. And then I say in, in, in the book to say, you know what, but this is not the end of my book. It was the end of a chapter, right? So I, I realized that this is not the happily ever after that I had written for myself, but now it's time to turn the page and start to write another chapter in my book, right? Because mm. it's not over. As I said, I still have a purpose. So it was time to continue to write my book. So happily ever after, you know, and you continue writing your story so that you get your happily ever after. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, that's that's deep. That's deep. Definitely. I got a question. Okay. Go ahead, Max. Now, the runway, you yes. know, when you were doing the pageant and everything, uh-huh. didn't the... the the things that you had to do and all the uh, running around uh, helped you with your runway walking when you started doing the modeling. So, Absolutely. so all the stuff that you you pageant the pageant is to have you so you can shape and mold yourself into this person that everybody love and like, and then to learn how to walk that stage. Wasn't walking the stage was a, a major thing of the pageant? That's what I'm, I'm wondering. So, you know, because it's, it's something as modeling, you know, something as modeling. Too. Right, it's not the same as modeling, but your walk has a big deal. It's a lot to do with pageantry. <laughs> you have mm -hmm. to have that walk because your walk has to exude confidence, right? Mm -hmm. But if I'm on, a, on if I'm on a runway, if I'm on doing high fashion, you know, you got to have high confidence doing yes. that. Yeah. Right. Excuse me. Nobody walks on a runway with their head down. You know, <laughs> you, you can't do it. You got to have that head up, looking straight ahead, because you need the shot. Right. Those mm -hmm. photographers need the shot. That designer needs to get the shot. So you're looking straight ahead, focused at all times, laser focused. So when I get to the pageantry stage, the difference between my walk in pageantry and my walk when I'm doing fashion modeling is the smile. Right. Because that's the only real difference. I don't walk as hard on a pageant stage as I would as if I was on a runway, right? Because in pageantry, I have to have grace, elegance, style, and sophistication, right? That's not what I'm doing on a runway unless I'm modeling evening gowns or bridal gowns. But other than that, it's fierce the whole time. It's fierce, Ooh, honey. You got a fierce so walk. you don't want to necessarily be fierce on a pageant stage like that. You got to know the difference. Oh, yeah. Well, we learned, we learned a whole lot tonight. We learned a whole lot tonight. Mm -hmm. Look, I'm looking at some of the comments. Lexi said, millions? "Oh, go what ahead." Men's pageant. There what are men pageants. There are men pageants. Plus, oh, oh Max, men. go ahead, Max. You got a hope, man. You got hope, yes, man. There are men pageants, and they're not like, not like you know, for for necessarily, you know, it's it's men. Straight men are competing in pageants. Straight men. There's one called Man of Distinction. It's through All World Beauty, and then there's another one, uh, Mr. Intercontinental, Mr. Plus World. So there are male pageants. Now, if you want to compete in a male pageant, I got you. I got right, you. I might, I might have to one these uh -oh. days. I got you. I can uh -oh. even help coach you. I will yeah. offer you free coaching. I will coach you. Hey, it's going to have to be on Zoom. It's going to have to be on Zoom. That's fine, I go. But usually I charge $75 an hour to coach, but I'll coach you for free if you want to compete. Okay, Max. I might have to do it. I'm gonna I'm 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 document this. Y'all hear that, y'all? Y'all hear that? I'm gonna document this. I'm looking at some of the comments. Lexi said, "Um, you know, love your message. Beautiful sister and an amazing role model." Thank you. 
Thank you. Thank you yeah. so much, Betsy. Yeah. I appreciate it. My niece would have met you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but man, it was. Mentor, though, guys, if you do know a young lady that's struggling with some things and you think that she needs uh, a mentor or something, reach out to me. I definitely connect with young ladies. I get on Zoom. I have Zoom calls once a week with some young ladies just to keep them on the right path, just to help, help lift them up, build them up so that they can do the next thing that they have to do in life. So I'm open to it. I'm open to mentoring. And I don't I don't charge all of that for mentoring. Okay. I charge for coaching. Well, what, if they, what if they owe? Man, they were about oh, like 60. Oh. Can you mentor a 60 year old woman? Can you mentor her too? Mentor people older than me. Okay, okay. I that's all I want to make sure. There you go. Right. Everybody, if you're open to be taught and you're open to learn, then I'm willing to do it. Yeah. 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 Because even, <laughs> even though some folks are older, they may not have been had some of the experiences. You know what I mean? So they mm -hmm. they going if they're going through a storm, she may have been walked through some of them fires that they need to that that she's already walk through so i mean who better who better learn from than somebody who's already walked through you know walked Absolutely. through some fires Absolutely. Uh, yep. don't look like she got burnt at all nah. Burnt. Oh. nah nah yeah I, I made it through and yeah. don't smell like smoke <laughs> hey yeah. hey what can i say man can, uh, she did it she did it man yeah, hey, but we definitely appreciate you for for coming through and sharing your journey. I mean, this was yeah. an eye opener. There's a lot of things we didn't know that we definitely know. And uh, hopefully it won't be the last time, but well, appreciate, definitely appreciate you for, for getting on and we'll, we'll definitely stay in touch.